Welcome back to the Real Madrid podcast. Well, the new year was supposed to bring with it a renewed momentum after ending 2018 with the Club World Cup. But just one point from six in the opening two games of 2019 has left Real Madrid down in fifth and ten points behind the leaders Barcelona. And as the weeks go on, the potential for belief to grow that this team may not finish in the Champions League qualifying positions, well, that becomes a very real prospect indeed. And things certainly are not going to become any easier over the course of the next two weeks. First up is the Copa del Rey meeting with Leganes, and then two games in La Liga, Real Betis, who are sixth in La Liga at present, and Sevilla, who are third, are looming large on the horizon. Well, the inevitable consequences of the defeat by Real Sociedad have left many wondering whether or not Perez will remove Solari and draft him, maybe Jose Mourinho, or perhaps indeed Antonio Conte. Now, Perez has made it clear to those around him that he doesn't want to get rid of Solari from the club completely, but he just doesn't believe at the moment he has the experience necessary to cope with the situation and the failing team. Now, one of the first trending items on social media last night after that defeat was a call for the president, Florentino Perez, to stand down with a growing number viewing that his handling of the club over the last two years is the real reason why they're in the predicament that they find themselves in at present. Plenty of pictures adorning the press and medias of a Bernabeu stadium with rather a lot of empty seats visible. Just 53,400 people turned up yesterday, the second lowest crowd for an opening game of a new year. Now, they've managed to remember only once this season to pass the 70,000 mark, and that was for the derby game with Atletico. On to the main talking points about that loss from Sociedad, the lack of VAR use in the Vinicius penalty incident with both Butragueno and Solari questioning why it wasn't used. Uh, the majority of view, albeit from Madrid fans, was that it was a clear penalty. So then did anybody escape all the wrath and flack that was flying around in the aftermath of this defeat? Well, just the one, Vinicius, although sometimes a little wild with his finishing. The view is that he's doing at least enough at the moment to prove that he is ready to be involved with the first team. Luka Modric too escapes some of the criticism. He wants to give more than he is capable of doing at the moment was the view. He is far from the player of last season, but at 33, this is hardly a surprise. And the usually dependable Tony Cruz, again another, who is almost a parody, they say, of what he has been in the past. What about the views of the players then after match? Sergio Ramos repeated what he's been saying actually for most of the campaign. Uh, this isn't the time to single out anybody. We have to be more united. Problems, he said, will always arise. What we need is solutions to these. The team needs to change, although he doesn't actually elaborate on what he means. On the penalty incident surrounding Vinicius, he doesn't hold back either. It's scandalous, he said, that it was not reviewed by VAR. It was a definite penalty. On the team being motivated, we don't suffer a lack of desire and motivation, he said. We are hungry. We are hungry as a team and as a unit. My legs, he said, hurt after today with the amount I ran out there. We have a clear conscience on this issue. Luka Modric followed it up with some of his own views. Many of us, he said, are not playing to our potential. It isn't about luck. We create a lot of chances. We give a lot when we're out on the field, but there are reasons to explain why things don't go well. On the penalty, he said, the referee told me after the game that he was told from the video room that it was not a penalty. 
We do have to improve. We must be more of a team on the field. But we can't talk about the league being lost at the moment. We must go game by game and fix this situation. Now, Gareth Bale found himself on the end of some stinging criticism as well as he was pictured driving away from the stadium after 78 minutes. With some pointing out, it is a matter of respect that you stay until the end to support your team. Solari, after match, was asked directly in the press conference whether or not he felt as if he deserved to continue in his position. His answer, we compete to win, he said. We always fight to win. You can never question our winning character. We showed plenty of character out there today, despite the problems that we had. He concluded by saying nothing went right out on the field for us today. Now, all of the coverage of this defeat overshadowed the arrival of Brahim Diaz from Manchester City, who signed a six-and-a-half-year deal with Madrid. The fee will be worth up to $22 million. Manchester City will also get a 15% cut of any seller. Now, Casemiro's future is under threat today, apparently, with Arsenal, PSG and Juventus all being made aware that any bid over £60 million is unlikely to be turned down. The 26-year-old, who's been in Madrid since 2012, barring that one-year loan with FC Porto, has two and a half years left on his current contract. In case you missed it, there was a little bit of history created by Solari yesterday when Vinicius became the first player born after 2000 to actually start a game for Real Madrid. And whilst it was a big moment being celebrated by the Brazilian, the fact that Isco was again left behind on the bench did not go down well with many supporters for whom this now is becoming just a grudge between Solari and the player, as opposed to anything that is football-related. Now, Real Madrid will again have scouts in Portugal at the drag-out for Porto's match with Nacional this Monday, as they try and stay ahead of the game in the race to sign Militao, who scored his debut goal, by the way, last week in the win over Aves in the league. Now, some news filtering out of Germany over the last 24 hours. Marco Asensio is becoming a main target for Bayern Munich for next season, with the team going through something of a transition phase at the moment, with Rodriguez, Robin and Alcantara unlikely to be there next season. Hunes and Rummenigge see Asensio as the perfect replacements. But will Perez play ball after the Lewandowski affair last summer? Well, that is yet to be seen. Timo Werner, long-time target of Real Madrid, may yet land at the Bernabeu this month. Sources at RB Leipzig say that they know that he has absolutely no intention of signing an extension to his current deal and they may well decide to cash in. Uh, they currently sit in fourth place in Bundesliga, though five points behind Bayern Munich in second. And if they did decide to cash in now, it would leave them relying on just Josef Poulsen to push them toward a Champions League qualification unless they have a replacement already lined up. A quick update on the Palacio situation. According to his agent, Renato Corsi, the deal will be finalised in the next week, although there's still no date on his arrival in Madrid. This summer is going to see an end to the recent policy of buying youth for the future, and instead there will be a return to the days of the Galacticos. But Perez realises that in order to attract the best playing talent, 
he must have in place the best coaching talent. And regardless of what he wins this season, Solari will not be in charge next year. Instead, the trio of first choices, those names remain the same. Jose Mourinho, Jurgen Klopp and Yogi Love ahead of the B-list which is led by Maurizio Pochettino. And until this is agreed, Perez knows, as Neymar has already alluded to this week when he said, I am not going to join a project. So unless Perez gets in the best coaching talent, he knows the best players simply will not come. Daniel Levy and Tottenham Hotspur are desperately trying to fend off any interest that Madrid have got in Christian Eriksen, and they've offered him... A W money offer taking from seventy thousand to one hundred and forty thousand pounds per week. It's still less than Harry Kane's two hundred thousand pound a week, and he initially indicated Ericsson that he wanted parity, and that's unlikely to happen. And this may well still leave that door a little ajar, and Madrid in a position where they could come in and deal. Kylian Avas will be staying with Real Madrid. He signed a one-year extension to his contract, which will keep him at the club until June of 2021. Now, some interesting news involving PSG as they've made moves to sign the Ajax duo of Frankie de Jong and Matis de Ligt. The director of sports, Antero Enrique, was in Amsterdam at the back end of last week trying to tie up deals for the pair, uh, which would be another blow for Madrid and indeed Barcelona, where de Jong's father would have preferred him to have gone. Now, defender de Ligt at 19 has made 60 appearances for Ajax since his debut in November of 2016 and has already won 13 full caps. Frank de Jong, a couple of years older at 20. 21 debuted for Willem Tway in May of 2015 before moving to Ajax. The midfielder has made 41 appearances with four goals. That's three less than Delict, and is also a current Dutch international. Lots of names again being linked with potential moves to Real Madrid. Another is a player who was in both the C team and the Castilla team. He's the Espanol defender Mario Hermoso. Still only 23 years of age, he's been in very impressive form this season. In November, he picked up his debut international cap as well in that victory for Spain over Bosnia. Now, Benzema continues not to satisfy despite another goal over the last week against Villarreal. Uh, a new name appeared in the list of those who want to sign him. That was West Ham United at the back end of last week. It said are prepared to go up to 80 million in order to get their man. Benzema highly unlikely to accept as he believes he is still a Champions League player. Mauro Icardi's future is again in the news as he continues to stall on a new deal. The impasse is purely money-related. His current deal, said to be worth £4.5 million per season, is under renegotiation. His view is that it's going to take £8 million per season to keep him at Inter. If they don't come up with the money, then he's likely to be off this summer. More signs of frustration for Kylian Mbappe as well as he's informed PSG that he will put in a transfer request unless they put together a squad that is capable of winning a Champions League. His preferred destination at this stage is said to be Barcelona. And finally today, plenty analysing the numbers in the league so far this season in terms of the goals not being scored. Remember, a year ago, Madrid had established that new record of scoring in 73 games in a row. Now, compare that to this season 
where in the last 22 games, seven have been scoreless. And Madrid at present are taking, on average, 11 shots to score a goal. That's almost double what it was taking Zidane's team of a couple of years ago. And 26 goals in La Liga at this point of the season equals the worst return since 1993-1994. Uh, So then for the moment, it's sure to be a busy, busy week over in Madrid. So we're going to be back with a midweek update on Thursday of this week. Till then, bye-bye for now.